Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the AJ Roberts Show. Today, we have a very special guest, Gavin from Justice for Veterans. Um, I've been following Gavin's work for quite some time. Uh, he's very much involved in inquiry in regards to uh, anthrax and inoculations uh, on tens of thousands of troops over a number of years, uh, many around the Gulf War periods. Um, and he's here today to talk to us all about how like, what inquiry is going, what it's all about, how it all came about. Uh, and just shed some light on the um, the severity of it, really, and what we're facing here. Uh, Gav, welcome to the show, my man. Yeah, hi, hey, Jay. Pleased to be here. Um, obviously, uh, you're, you know, you've been involved in this for quite some time now. Um, is it right just just shed some light on your personal background and how this all sort of came about and you found yourself on this path? <clears throat> um, well, you know, there's thousands of troops that have had a lot of problems since the Gulf War. Mm. and We've always um, thought it was the vaccines, but it's very difficult to prove. Mm -hmm. And the short story is some evidence came to light in 2018. And we decided to investigate further because the government wouldn't. They wouldn't do an inquiry on it. And so we investigated for over two years, a group of veterans. We set up a network all over the UK. Uh, the group's called Justice for Veterans. And uh, yeah, even more evidence came to light. And when we put everything together, it was quite clear that it was the experimental vaccine regime mm -hmm. that had caused all these, the, the vast, vast majority of these illnesses to the troops. And then we uh, fed it to the government and they weren't interested. Uh, they stuck to their old corrupt position. And we um, then uh, took it to lawyers who said, you know, we've got a strong case and a, a few legal firms wanted the case. And we gave the case to Hilary Meredith Beckham, who was a lawyer on it back in the early 90s. And that's where we stand today. Uh, mm -hmm. And we, we've got a lot of progress on it. And during that time, actually, before Hillary came on board, the government moved the goalposts. There was a new, if you remember before Boris um, had the election, he was going to bring in a new bill, the Overseas Operations Bill, which was to protect the Northern Ireland veterans. Mm. Well, into that bill, they slipped in a part two, uh, which said that veterans serving overseas would not be able to claim after six years. And obviously we thought this could possibly scupper, depends uh, how it's worded, uh, claims for these thousands of veterans that have been damaged. And um, so basically we had to rush sort of back from, I was in Malta at the time, I had to rush back, uh, open up some cases. But as it happens, the, this part two is not worth the paper it's written on. Mm. So, uh, yeah. And in terms of uh, numbers of troops we're talking here, what sort of scale are we looking at? Uh, there's different estimations. The government's estimations are around 17,500 troops. Uh, the British legions uh, were 33,000 British troops, this is. Uh, we think probably somewhere in between 20 to 25,000 okay. troops. And when we're talking American troops, we're talking approximately 250,000. Wow, that's huge. And, and what other countries are we talking here? Is it like Australia, um, Denmark, 
yeah, it's Australia, uh, Canada, and Denmark too. Yeah, the wow. five nations. Five nations. And is it over both Gulf War periods, as in the first and the second? Because obviously there was a, an Amfrax program on the second one, which I, I you know, I was part of myself. Um, and I've never been so ill. Um, yeah. That was awful, awful. And there was a lot of a lot of guys as well in the uh, in the lines that were off ill for a few days. Uh, it wasn't nice. Um, is it over both periods? Um, this case is based around the Gulf War One. Uh, that's where the investigations were. Um, the second, there is some links. Uh, to the Gulf War II. We believe some of the vaccines were used again in Gulf War II. And we've got reports of uh, Gulf War troops suffering very similar mm. issues, but we can only take one step at a time. Yeah. And what sort of issues, what sort of, sort of the main issues that you're finding uh, as a result of this, and the, you know, the conditions that you're finding? Your muscle and joint pains, neurological, so nerve damage, uh, fatigue, chronic fatigue, uh, skin conditions, uh, autoimmune conditions, basically. So when the um, uh, the immune system's compromised, mm. uh, the body attacks itself. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I've, I've spoke to a few people who have experienced this, and um, where they've conceived a child within the first year of going through the the, the program, and all, all of them have had um, their children have had you know some form of learning difficult condition. Is that also something you've seen on a you know broader basis? Yeah, we've seen, but again, we've not gone too deep into the children because what we were finding, uh, it's such a complex mm. um, issue. Uh, we we had to break it down and, and take one step at a time. Yeah, and uh, get the the Gulf War veterans get something in concrete uh, first and foremost. But uh, I do know that. Uh, Many of the Gulf children, both on both sides of the pond, have had a lot of issues, mm. including my own. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, it's, it's just so alarming. But it just goes to show you the, the how lethal the, you know the pharmaceutical industry is in general. Um, but in, in terms of the you know the companies that make these anthrax, you know inoculations for the for the MOD or the the US military and that, like what sort of company is it? It's not your regular like Pfizer, Moderna type company, is it? Well, back then it was uh, they were produced by ourselves at Port and Down. That was the Amtrak vaccine. Mm, uh, the same for the Americans, a place called Fort Derrick. Uh, I believe that's where they were uh, producing theirs. Uh, there were other. There was a Pertussis vaccine which came from the Wellcome Trust. You might have heard of them. Say, say sorry, say that again, mate. You might have heard of the Wellcome Trust. They um, provided the pertussis vaccine, right. which was supposed to be used as an adjuvant to speed up uh, the anthrax vaccine, basically. They'd been playing with this and other adjuvants like squalene between the years of 1983 to 1990, we found, at uh, Down. And... Uh, Six months later, they oh, at the conclusion of those studies was that they needed to trial dosage levels on humans. And hello, six months later, uh, they made a decision to put put these same vaccines into the troops, the Gulf War troops. Wow. And do you do you think that um, 
there's actually been any lessons learned in terms of like what we're seeing within the military today because you know my time in the military I've got I couldn't tell you how many injections I'd had including anthrax you know and then but now obviously there's a lot of you know guys and girls that have been pressurized into the uh, the covid ones as well on top of that um do, do you feel you become almost like a bit of a, a prick cushion in the military to some extent yeah there's, there's as we know there's a lot of pressure in the military both been there age um and i'm in contact with a couple of lads now who are in the military and i know that their uh seniors have been trying to push the COVID jabs onto them because they contact me mm-hmm. Because obviously we've got a legal team behind us. We give them all the MOD documentation to say that it's all voluntary. You, know, you don't need to take these jobs if, you, if you're not happy about it. Mm. Um, if, there's, if there's any problems, then uh, contact us and uh, they can hear from our lawyers. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, still to this day, I, on a weekly basis, I'll get uh, messages and emails from people. Um, and I've had one recently asking about legal advice because you know, because of the pressures they were receiving above to push it on their people and they're seeing the harms you know that are being done you know all over the world you know you can't, can't you just can't hide it now it's everywhere like and majority of people that took that route can see it as well now um you know and rightly so um in terms of this case you know what would the what would be the, be the gold standard outcome for you uh, and, and everybody else would it be sort of forms of compensation but would there be any liability in terms of like criminality and stuff like that on the uh, on the other side? Um, well, obviously, it's in the best interest of the veterans and the healthcare. Well, you, you can see what the healthcare is like in the NHS. And veterans are supposed to get priority, uh, but it's a bit of a nonsense, really. The only way that can, that, that can happen now is, is for compensation packages, and then the veterans take care of their own health. Mm. Uh, that's the short of it. Uh, yeah. Mm. I mean, do, do you see any sort of accountability being held later on down the line in terms of, you know, the people that produce it or, you know, made the programme in, in the first place? Um, well, well, they're going to have to hold their hands up and say they're like, obviously, it's not this government that's uh, liable. It's the past mm. under the watches of uh, John Major and Tony Blair. Tony Blair, obviously, the cover up of it all. Uh, because he was voted in, a lot of veterans voted for him uh, because he said he wouldn't leave no stone unturned and he did exactly the opposite. He put a big boulder in the way and uh, veterans before before us have been shipping away at that boulder for many years since. Mm. Uh, we, we know that there's been corruption and cover-up. We have a good idea who it was Obviously, it's in the classified documents, mm. and the documents are released normally after 30 years, but it was brought forward to 20 years uh, to promote honesty, transparency, and op- openness. Yeah, that's mm. right. And what they did with our documents, they were released between 2016 and 2018, and then they were tied up for another 75 years. <laughs> so there's your openness, transparency, and honesty. That's mental. Um, but then on the flip side, you know, when we look at the uh, the COVID vaccines, Pfizer have been told they have to release all these documentation, which is what they've had to do recently, isn't it? With the uh, the latest one was like 80,000 pages and there's just like ridiculous amounts of adverse reactions on there from all the very short trials that they did. Um, so, yeah, it, it, you can just see how corrupt it is on both sides. 
Uh, yeah, I heard uh, Pfizer tried to tie theirs up for 75 years as well. It seems to be a theme under 75 years. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of people ain't going to be around, like, you know, if they're already adults at that point anyway. We, I mean, we've had to keep our focus on this, you know, because it's a lot, a lot for us to deal with anyway. We, you know, we mm. have memory issues, cognitive problems, and sometimes it's weeks uh, where we're not able to do, do anything because our heads are just mush. Um, so obviously we can see a lot of parallels as they were coming up uh, during this COVID mm. and the vaccines. Uh, but we sort of had to take a, a little bit of a backseat because we've been focusing on this uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, case. Yeah. It was just a bit, it was obviously very weird when we were feeding this information to the government. And um, and then they, then they changed the law. And then all of a sudden, there's a virus release and there's talk that everyone's going to have to have experimental vaccines. I mean, can't make it up, can you, Ren? No, I know. And it's, uh, the thing is, it's literally plain to see now. You can't, you know, you can't miss it. Um, but in terms of uh, people supporting what you're doing, like, what's the best way for people to kind of get involved and, and help out and, and support, you know, your, your drive to get, you know, justice for the veterans? Uh, well, it's in the, it's the hands of the legals, uh, the reports. I mean, there's been a lot going on in the last week. Uh, the reports I'm getting back is that uh, things are going well, progressing well. I mean, this evidence is irrefutable. I mean, that's, that's where we're at, basically. There's, there's no way of getting out of it. It's, it's, uh, justice is going to be done. It's inevitable. It's just next week or the month after. It's... Uh, you know, the government are going through certain uh, processes. And, uh, but if I'm sure if they could get away with it, they, they would try, which they seem to have tried everything. But we've done a good job. Uh, we've kept them in the kind of, I say we, I'm talking, you know, it's, we've got a team of veterans and uh, close friends of, of mine. And um, uh, we, yeah, we've done, a, we've done a good job of keeping them in the corner. Basically, uh, up against the ropes, and we're not going to let them out. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, well, I guess if you compensated thirty thousand British troops, you know that's a hefty purse. Uh, yeah, I mean, me personally and, and the veterans, like I said, we think there's probably around twenty thousand would be um, applicable to, but a lot of them have died. A lot of them have died young. Uh, they seem to have aged. Whatever they put in these vaccines, they seem to have aged. Aged us all. The doctors comment that you seem to have aged. Your, your organs have aged. Mm. Um, and I personally don't know a veteran over 63 years of age, a Gulf War veteran. And uh, even recently, they've, they've been dying off. Mm. Um, obviously, their families will have a claim uh, to the you know in their yeah. estate, but. Um, yeah, I mean, they've benefited from this corruption. You know, they will pay a lot less out than yeah. they would have done if they'd have been open and honest years ago or caught out years ago. Mm. So it has been, if they are the beneficiaries, they will have saved billions. Yeah, and it's, uh, it seems to be, you know, the same people that crop up all the time, like, you know, your Tony Blair's and that, the things he's involved in is still and has still around to this day trying to, be pushing agendas 
you know, it's just, uh, it's just one thing after the other. And you know, having been to Sierra Leone and see what the impact that, you know, the, the actual Commonwealth had had on the country in the first place, um, you know, and then the, the guy's got like hold of the, uh, the biggest diamond mine in the country, you know, after, after the war. So it's just like, yeah, you could, the corruption just goes on and on and on and on. It's, um, I think what we're seeing now, and I think the timing of everything that's going through with you guys, along with what's happening in the world, is it's all this big, massive like exposure phase almost, isn't it? And every, all the corruption is being seen re- literally in front of our eyes now, isn't it? Like you can't, you can't miss it. Yeah, Tony Blair likes to poke his nose in, doesn't he? Um, mm. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Um, yeah, we, we've seen um, since these, you know, the likes of Bill Gates have got involved in this vaccine industry, and he was getting involved at the end, of, the very end of the 80s, 1990, the same sort of time. And that's when it seems that the vaccine industry has gone the way it has. That's my personal mm. opinion. That's not uh, a group of veterans, that's my personal opinion. Yeah, um, yeah. if you every man, woman, and animal, if it was with Bill Gates, isn't it, to be injected with something? I mean, well, I've seen some videos of him when he just sits there and he's smug. Every you dollar he puts in, he gets between uh, twenty or and fifty dollars back. Yeah. Sorry about that. The announcement at <laughs> a poker event. So, uh, um, you're, so as you're a better man. Um, <laughs> What's your bets on uh, a successful win? For the case, uh, for me personally, it's, it's, it's 100%. There's no, there's, no, there's no getting out of it. There's no way to run mm. anymore. Uh, uh, we've got them. It's just uh, the I's are being dotted, the T's are being crossed. That's as far as I'm, mm. I'm concerned. Um, but if you look at us, which was you know, 1991. And then, again, the Gulf War, further 10 years later, when there's issues around the vaccines again, uh, crisis, war, whatever, more vaccines. And then the 10 years after, I think it was 2009, it was, it was on the, through the medical, through the, the likes of the health service, where the, the health staff was giving all these vaccines, pandemics, which involved squalene as well. And there was, all them problems there. Mm. So every 10 years, it looks like they come at us, whatever the crisis is with the vaccine, the vaccines come out in, in force. That's the pattern. Mm. So uh, I suppose everyone's looking forward to, uh, what's the next one, 2029? Yeah, so I suppose uh, in reality, you know, if they want to do it in those kind of cycles, and like you're saying, if, if it's making people age, it's making people die early, you know, they're not tapping into that pension as much it's great for the pension funds yeah very good yeah it's just like for the elderly the people in care homes you know on in civilian street you know a lot of them veterans might have been pulling a pension since they were 40 you know to pull a pension until you're potentially 90 or 100 can be quite costly can't it um yeah the pension funds uh, uh will be very happy i'm sure all mm. these people dying young um, Gav, really appreciate you coming on the show, man. Um, where can people find uh, more about what you're doing, uh, look at what's going on to support you guys uh, and keep tabs on the case? Uh, we've got a website and we're on the social media as well, uh, Justice for Veterans, or 
claims can go straight through now to Hillary Meredith Beckham's uh, legal firm in Manchester. Amazing. And the email that they need to go through is all lowercase. And it's golf at Hotel Mike Solicitors. .co.uk Cool, and I'll be sure to put that all in the show notes, guys. Not a problem. Uh, and hopefully, if you know if anyone knows anybody that's ex- experiencing uh, issues and um, wants to learn and find out more information from Justice for Veterans and from Gav, um, please do get in touch, guys. It's uh, you know it's really really important that you know we get this message out there and understand that you know the military, no matter what country you're in, you know aren't guinea pigs. Um, and right. as, as like Gav said there, you know, justice for veterans is absolutely what's needed. So thanks, my man, for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. No problem. Hopefully our case can uh, open up a lot of uh, other doors. Mm, absolutely. For justice. Absolutely. Thanks, no worries, brother. Guys and girls, hope you enjoyed today's show. Please share it with at least one person that you know. It's really important that we now get these messages out there. And like I mentioned earlier, this case, along with everything else that's happening in the world, um, kind of falling in line to you know the just sheer amount of corruption in every sector that we face in life. Um, whether you're in the military, police, you know, social services, wh- whatever it may be, um, it's just at every level. So, and we're kind of seeing it for what it is now. So please get this message out there, and I'll see you very very soon on the AJ Robert Show. <laughs>